From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, a recent KBS poll finds that President Yoon Sung Yeol's approval rating has risen slightly over the last two months to 36.3%. Cold wave alerts are issued across the nation as frigid temperatures are set to hit the country. And a South Korean Netflix original film, Jung Yi, topped the streaming platform's global chart a day after it was released. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. A recent poll coinciding with the Lunar New Year holiday has found that President Yoon Sung Yeol's approval rating has risen slightly over the last two months to stand at 36.3%. The survey commissioned by KBS reported a 6.2 percentage point jump in the president's approval rating, while those who negatively assessed his handling of state affairs dropped by just over 10 percentage points at 54.7%. Respondents who positively evaluated the president cited his hardline stance against North Korea and the push for major reforms of the labor, education, and pension systems as reasons. Those who had negative views cited the lack of economic and livelihood solutions, as well as deficient communication and governance. More than half of the respondents believed that the government should focus on economic policies this year. The survey was conducted on 1,000 adults between January 18th and 20th and had a margin of error of 3.1 percentage points at a 95% confidence level. South Korea has reported the lowest daily COVID-19 numbers in more than three months amid a downward trend in infections. According to the Korea Disease Control and Prevention Agency on Monday, the country reported 9,227 new COVID-19 cases, including 60 from overseas, bringing the total caseload to over 30 million. The daily figure is down by more than 15,000 from a week ago and the lowest in 15 weeks for a Sunday. The number of seriously or critically ill patients being treated at hospitals dropped by 10 from the previous day to 450. The country added 26 COVID-19 deaths, bringing the death toll to 33,235. Meanwhile, Health authorities will be running temporary testing sites for free at six rest stops on major highways during the Lunar New Year holidays, which goes until tomorrow. Cold wave alerts will be issued for most parts of the country Monday evening as the capital and central parts of the nation come under the grip of the season's coldest weather. The Korea Meteorological Administration said the cold wave warning will take effect for all of Seoul at 9 p.m., with the capital city to see morning temperatures plunge severely to minus 17 degrees Celsius. Daytime temperatures will rise only slightly to around minus 12 degrees in Seoul, while the rest of the nation will also see freezing temperatures of around minus 10 degrees. The cold wave is expected to peak on Wednesday, the first day after the Lunar New Year holiday, with temperatures projected to fall to minus 18 degrees in the capital and minus 12 degrees for the southern regions, including Gwangju and Busan. Heavy snow is forecast for Jeju Island and the Jeolla provinces, with the island to see up to 70 centimeters of snow between Tuesday and Wednesday, while the provinces will see up to 20 centimeters. At least 10 people have been killed and another 10 injured in a mass shooting in the U.S. state of California amid Lunar New Year celebrations. According to local law enforcement authorities on Sunday local time, the shooting was carried out at a dance hall in Monterey Park, an Asian-American enclave, at around 10.20 p.m. Saturday by a 72-year-old man identified as Hu Khan Tran. Sheriff Robert Luna of Los Angeles County said that after the shooting, 
A man now identified as Tron went to a second ballroom nearby in an attempt to commit the same crime, but was disarmed by patrons before fleeing. Tron's flight from the second location sparked a manhunt that ended with the suspect killing himself in a white van during a standoff with law enforcement around the coastal city of Torrance. Authorities are still working to identify the victims and the motive behind the attack. President Joe Biden ordered full federal support for state and local authorities in his investigation of the shooting in his statement on Sunday. Vice Unification Minister Kim Ki-ung has called on North Korea to halt its provocations and return to dialogue. The vice minister made the remark during a memorial service in Paju on Sunday, just south of the inter-Korean border, held by people whose ancestors and families remain in the North to mark the Lunar New Year. He emphasized that the North Korean authorities are completely disregarding their basic duty to tend to their people's livelihoods and desire for families in both Koreas to meet, and are going down the wrong path as they ignore South Korea's calls to jointly create a prosperous future. Kim urged the North to choose the right path, saying all of Seoul's offers, including its proposal for talks on arranging reunions for families separated by the Korean War, remain valid. North Korea celebrated the Lunar New Year holiday with art and music performances in the capital of Pyongyang. According to the North's state-run Korean Central News Agency on Monday, a joint performance by the Mansude Art Troupe and the Wang Jae-san Light Music Band, as well as a concert by the State Symphony Orchestra, were held in theaters across the city. Although leader Kim Jong-un attended similar events with his wife last year, his attendance this year has not been disclosed. Kim has not appeared in public since paying tribute to his grandfather, Kim Il-sung, and his father, Kim Jong-il, on New Year's Day at the Kumsusan Palace of the Sun, where their bodies are interred. The Lunar New Year holiday is considered less important than the birth anniversaries of Kim Il-sung and Kim Jong-il, but still regarded as traditional holiday enjoyed by North Koreans. Bereaved families of the Itaewon crowd crush victims held a joint memorial service for their loved ones on Sunday, the first Lunar New Year since the deadly tragedy. Some 80 family members and relatives of the victims who died in the October 29th disaster gathered at a memorial altar set up near Noksopyeong Station near the site of the crush at 3 p.m. and paid their respects. The memorial began with prayers from major religions, followed by speeches by the bereaved families and concluding with the laying of flowers by the public. Instead of traditional food typically prepared for Lunar New Year memorial services, The families prepared snacks, pizza, and beer to reflect the favorites of the victims who were mostly in their 20s and 30s. Tearful attendees honored the victims as the families vowed to uncover the truth behind the incident. Netflix's original South Korean film Jung Yi topped the streaming platform's global chart a day after it was released on Friday. According to streaming rankings website Flix Patrol on Sunday, Jung Yi was number one on its Netflix Top Movies chart the previous day. The science fiction film about combat AI developers in a post-apocalyptic near future came in at the top in 31 countries, including South Korea, the U.S., Mexico, and Brazil. The film was directed by Yun Sang-ho and stars actors Kim Hyun-ju, Ryu Kyung-soo, as well as the late Kang Soo-yeon, an internationally acclaimed star who passed away in May of last year. South Korea's short track star Choi Min-jung has claimed four gold medals at the Lake Placid 2023 Winter World University Games. At the Olympic Center in Lake Placid, New York on Sunday, Choi clinched gold in the women's 1,000 meters as well as the women's 3,000 meter relay. 
Along with the gold medal she captured earlier in the women's 1,500-meter and the 500-meter events, the latest win makes Trey the only athlete in this year's biennial competition to finish atop the podium four times. South Korea's short track team clinched a total of seven gold, four silver, and five bronze medals in the competition, reaffirming the nation's status as the world's best in the sport. Team Korea came in second in the total medal count with 12 gold, eight silver, and nine bronze medals across all disciplines in the 11-day competition running from January 12th to 22nd. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy. World Radio.